Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, welcome to our show, the Neil and Chris Baker Psychic Hour, Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. My tongue is a little lazy this morning. Um, and we have to make sure we enunciate. Let's make sure we enunciate this morning, Neil. <laughs> okay, this is our show a little late today, and of course going to each individual each individual uh, page that we have. Um, So while I do that, those that are listening should like those pages. You can find the pages uh, via our Blog Talk Radio homepage, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. Look us up on Facebook, too, Neil and Kristen Baker. Um, You can find our show on all kinds of pages. Again, those are linked on our on our Blog Talk Radio profile where you may follow us as well. Uh, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Press 1 if you would like to speak with us. And we do have a caller. Andrea is on the line. 11763, Neil. Hi. Hey. Hey. Oh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a dilemma. Okay. But two jobs? Two jobs? Yes. Yes. How'd you know? Well, I guess because it's a psychic show. (laughs) (laughs) So I was offered a job with Coach. It's a retail store, and I told her I'd get back to her sometime this weekend. Then I went for the interview with Keller Williams just now, and they, they only interviewed six people. And then they won't make a decision until, like, Wednesday. So I don't know what to do. Do I take the retail, retail job and say, you know, can I start in a week? Will they be okay with that? Do I have to, you know, keep putting them on hold? I, I, I'm I'm turmoil. So you you don't have the Keller Williams shop. You're among Not yet. A, a small group of – are you – am I misunderstanding that they've narrowed it down? The three. To three candidates. Okay, so I'm understanding mm-hmm. correctly. So you're one yeah. of three candidates. Is this the real right. estate job that we talked about before? Right. Correct. Uh huh. So this is the one that I thought that's the one you're going to get. I think so. Yeah, because it was the one that pays 18 an hour, and it's not like enough necessarily. Right. Right. Because he asked me what would make you stay, what would make you leave, and I scored very high in that assessment test they make me do. So. I'm pretty sure I could get the job. I just don't know if I'm if it's going to be mine. But then if I don't take the retail retail one, um, then I'm in. You know, I have nothing once again. So I don't know what to do. 
Well, it's a it's a conundrum because I mean you don't want to miss. Uh, I mean, the, you know, the worst part of accepting that. I mean, in my opinion, Neil can put his two cents in. Also, we need to get like an idea of what the salary is for the coach job. But if you accept the coach, coach job, job is worse. It's sixteen dollars an hour. It's yeah, worse. I think it's not good. It's retail. So no, and but how are the benefits? I guess they have some. I mean, you also get 65% off their purses if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you need. Per- I know, purses. more, 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 more purses. I know, exactly. Please. I mean, they, well, they do have some benefits, but they hate to start and be like, and two days later, be like, you know, something else happened. I just, I don't want to be that, that girl, you know? I know, I know. But, I mean, you have to watch out for yourself. If you say you're in a week, if you say you can start in a week and that buys you some time, I mean, obviously you're going to be quitting anyway if you get the Keller Williams job. Right, right, right. So, I mean, either way, whether you start, I mean, it's worse if you start because then it's more awkward, of course. I but, know, I know. But, I mean, in my mind, I would maybe say, okay, accept the job, say I can start in a week and then hope that you get the Keller Williams job and then back out. What else can right. you do? What else can I mean, you do? I hope they can. I hope they can, you know, go a week. You know, I hope that's okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know either. Well, let's 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 let Neil uh, give his assessment. I'm gonna okay. close my well, mouth. Keller Williams job is a real estate job, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's to uh, was that to manage? Was that to look at the statistics? like the income of different properties? No, it was just front desk work, you know, sitting in the front desk, um, doing some admin type duties. He said, I see you have great admin skills. Even the assessment test, you you would fit right in. And he asked me, he says, give me one, one more plea why I should hire you. And I gave him all these answers. He goes, those are great answers. Those are great qualities. So... I, I, it went really well. I just, I just don't know how it's going to go. What did you, what did you answer his question? I said, you know, I'm punctual. I'm on time. Um, I see things to the end. I will find work to do if I don't have any work. He goes, that's good because most cases, well, most people would sit there and do nothing. I said, no, I, I, I can't sit there and do nothing. So, and as far as those are my answers. The job, you qualify as far as skills for the particular job. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Def, definitely qualify. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Otherwise, I mean, they never would have gave me an interview. I think you're going to get that job. Yeah, I do too. I don't. I you know, it's not a. It's not a. It's it's not a necessarily a very very important job. You know, it's not like you're hiring for the top real estate agent there. Right. Right. He just wants he wants somebody competent who's going to do the work, and he doesn't have to overlook them, and they get the job done, and they're happy, and they are self motivated. You qualify. There's no, you know, you're you're probably going to get the job. Did he say when he he would uh, give you the answer? By Wednesday, they had one more interview today at 11:30, and then they would probably, you know, discuss it and make a decision. Let the people know by Wednesday because they have to go to the owner of the company. There's a franchise, so they have to go to one more step, like the general manager, then the owner, and get like approval from them. Sometimes they want to meet with the person. Sometimes they say, just go ahead and hire them. Yeah. Does the job offer any advancement? Can you move forward? Yes. 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 That's why there's an opening, because the guy there had advanced to something else. 
Hold on. I just want to acknowledge 917. We'll get to you in just a few minutes. The only problem you have is the one that they're about to interview could come in more polished than you for some reason. That's the only problem I've got. But right now, I don't want to go there. Uh, right now, I want to put out energy. You just get the job. I think you will. Yeah. As far as the other job is concerned, and you're taking it, the, they offered you the job. They did. They already offered her the job. Well, you have yeah, to they did. It. You have to take. And that the is that the fifteen to sixteen dollar one? Yeah, that's the one. And what does the other one pay? Fifty thousand a year? No, it's a, no, it's like that. Uh, yeah, he asked me what. Yeah, I think the top was eighteen, but um, yeah, asked me what it, you know. I, I asked if it was negotiable, so we'll see. Oh, so she might pay you more, but then again, the the challenge there is if someone's willing to take the position for less, that could be right. A, a deal breaker. Well, your only your only problem, you have a job. They offered you a job, so your only problem is where do you stand ethically in taking that job? Um, like if you said to them, face front, look, I may be leaving in a week. Well, you know, business is equipped to handle things like that. It happens. Well, they probably would. Yeah, it happens. They wouldn't. They were. I, I mean, I would imagine if they said, well, I might leave in a week. They're not. They're going to. I wouldn't have to tell them that. Oh, I would just take it and not tell them that. I was like, what? No, I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. The ethical issue you have is yeah. that you're going to work your and you have to wait on children and businesses things like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the, uh, the upward stage is you get the other job and you say, look, um, I, I was applying simultaneously for two jobs. I did not think I was going to get the other one. It is paying more. And they, lo and behold, they came out and offered it to me. I would have loved to work here. That was my plan. But because they did offer me that job and it is more pay and I'm struggling for pay, I have to take it. But I so much appreciate the offer and I just feel awful about the inconvenience of the call. Yeah. We'll go, no, we understand. We'll just, we'll just it's just awkward. We'll find somebody. It's just awkward. I know. It's I mean, just so awkward because she offered me the job on the spot, basically, in the interview. She's, yeah, offering me the job on the spot in the interview. So, I would feel really, yeah, I just don't like yeah. doing that. But. Which one would you enjoy working at more? Um, you know? Either one. Really, I mean, I, I really love real, I, I really like working in the real estate office. I mean, in the in the retail environment, but I got tired of working nights, holidays, and weekends, so that's why I quit. But I really enjoy it. I don't want to work Black Friday. I don't want to work Saturdays. I don't want to work nights. I just, but I, I have to and be able to have a job. And as a manager, you're going to have to do that for sure. There's no getting around well, it. Well, this is just sales. It's not even manager. Just it's just sales. Yeah, manager. Oh, this is just sales. It's the only thing sales. you could do is say, "Look, I've been offered this job. They're offering me eighteen yeah. an hour. Can you match that?" He goes, "Oh, we can't." And you go, yeah. "Oh, okay." Then see, then you kind of laid the burden back on them. Well, I mean, the other yeah. thing is say, you know, it's only a sales job. There's no, like, did they talk about any room for advancement in the company? I'm sure I could. You know, it's Coach. They uh, they have, you know, several stores. They actually close a lot of the retail stores. This is the outlet mall. At the outlet mall. So, I mean, the thing is about, huh, it's hard because retail is moving into online. Yeah, and there's less, I know. 
brick and mortar stores, so yeah. it's more difficult yeah. to advance. And like you're saying, there's a closed store in your area, meaning yeah. then it, I don't know, you know, as far as advancement, you could maybe be a store manager at the outlet store, but then where would you go from there? I mean, would you want to yeah. get into like, you know, being an account manager? Um, which DM, would you- yeah, no, I don't want all that. You know, so I mean, I, you're, you, and you're looking to, you're 1963, right? Born in 1963. Yeah. So Your retirement, when, when do you plan to retire? Oh, gee, I don't know when I can afford to. Probably, you know, 65 if I could, but if you I don't know. 65. So you're not looking yeah. to, like, go get, I mean, at no. this point in your life, you're not looking for this, like, massive career advancement no. anyway. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry. You've already got a job. We're so worst case scenario to keep the job you've been offered. We think that you'll probably be offered the real estate job. The only okay. missing piece is when you get into a deeper level of interpretation, then you start to analyze, you know, is this your tribe? Right. Is this a tribal thing? Is this something that goes back in time to where you're connected actually to this real estate establishment. In in a positive way because you can have a tribal connection. Obviously yeah. that's bad. So we're looking for a good tribal connection. So uh, yeah. a real quick question uh, and then we'll get to our other caller and in there. Sure. A real quick question, Andrea, in your whole life have you ever played pool? Pool? Oh yeah. I'm not good at it but I played. And And 15 seconds, explain where you played, what, why you played. Um, it was a pool hall. It was a, like a, a, a bar around the corner here, as a matter of fact. They did dart and pool nights. So I would just go with a bunch of friends and me play darts, and then they had a pool table around the corner from us. So you would play for fun? Yeah, just for fun. And that was usually a Friday or Saturday night? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a good chance you're going to get the real estate job. Okay. If they call you back in, carry a pool stick. <laughs> Poster? Pool? No, he said carry a pool stick if they call you back oh, in. A pool stick? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. I don't have one, but I have I have a dot. I have some dots no. on my dot board. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. no. Yeah, no. Start and aim them at the manager. No, don't go in with a pool stick. <laughs> don't go in with a dart board. It was a joke. Okay, question. I know, I know, I know, I know. Before we <laughs> move on, enunciate your words. <laughs> so, so I don't know when. When's the last time you ate grapes? Grapes. Uh, two days ago. Okay, so recently. That's a good sign because that came in. So that's a validation for. Uh, yeah. I think you're getting a real estate job, but I thought that from the beginning. Yeah. I just want to put that on the record. I thought that was the job okay. we were going to get. So, I mean, yeah. you know what? We could be wrong. Who knows? But there's validation. You know, you can yeah. attack your uh, potential uh, co-colleagues with, uh, what are they? The some darts. Dart sticks. Darts on a pool yeah, stick. Yeah, some da- pool sticks. <laughs> and throw grapes at them. You know, there you go. <laughs> for those of you who think, what are grapes and pool halls? have to do with uh, getting a job. Yeah. Uh, all I can say is, you know, quit whining. No, I, but it's, but I mean, well, but it's true. I mean, it sounds, yeah, of course, great. Simple. It's cool it's sticks. Not, Why, you know, yeah, pool halls. What does that have to do with getting you know, a job? But if you're getting, 
you know, if you're getting information, I get psychic it. information to help validate yeah, the premise. Yeah. And they, they yeah. uh, these are pleasurable things. Anyways, we think you're yeah. going to get the clock. Get back and let us know. Okay. I will. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Yeah. Okay, you okay. too. All right. Okay. okay. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. 917, area code. Yes, happy Saturday. Hi. Well, I think it's Friday. Did she say happy Saturday? Well, anyway. Happy Friday. Skipping days. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're mixed up on the days, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Thank you. Yes, hi. um, I wanted to ask about um, my relationship with my boyfriend, Tracy. I'm sorry. We're having a hard time. Everything's muddled. Muffled. Talk clearly and tall. Muddled and muffled. Oh, thank you. I wanted to ask about my relationship with my boyfriend, Tracy. Oh. Okay. And this is, this is, I know who this is. Uh, Tina. 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 Yeah. Tina. Yeah. Tina. Okay. Tina. Tina's likes to date guys that are like firemen and police officers. <laughs> as far yeah, as I remember. Yeah. As far as I remember. And you're a teacher, right? Yeah. Okay, so got that. Let's get your birth date again. 11-27-1973. Okay. So she's got an 11, 21, and 31. And his birthday? 6269. 1969. 18 and 16. He's a 336. So you guys become a 10 together. Uh, you guys have a 29 in your um, days. That's an 11. I mean, are there any troubles going on in the relationship? No. Nothing bad. Nothing negative. No. Okay, would you say it's an intense... Okay, then I'm going to the next page of the book. Would you t- say that the, in, the, the, the connection between you on an intimate level is extremely intense? Yes. Okay, so that's the 11 between the two of you. Because an 11 can be problematic in terms of relationship. It can also, I mean, because it's second chakra, it can also indicate like a strong sexual connection. Well, so, we haven't, no, we haven't been intimate yet. I'm taking my time, but our connection well, that's is... that's okay. But you're, okay. but, but on that level, on that level, I and mean, you may have not have gotten there yet, you yeah. have an intense connection. There's a intense romantic yes, he connection. Came in, yes, he came in very strong. Okay. And you're wondering about the future of the relationship, and they haven't been, they're, they're, um, their years become her karmic number. Seven and six is her karmic number. Thirteen is her twelve. She's a four. Yeah, but the the years, the seven to the six, is her karmic number inverted. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, karmic number inverted. Thirteen is her thirty-one. Um, so you're wondering about the future of the relationship? Yes, yeah, it's just so exciting. Yes. Well, has he ever served in the military, or does he have any guns? <laughs> he has a lot of guns, yes, and he has. He was in the Navy. 
Yeah, I, I think it's going to be, well, from that note alone, from that validation <laughs> alone, I think this will be a successful forthcoming adventure for the two of you. Okay, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But as far as I'm trying to be right, that's what I think. And it's based on the vision connection of him being in the military and having guns. Um, because it seems to me, if you want to get into a world of imagination, you know, who's wrong, what's wrong with imagination? I think you and he had a past life during World War II. And he, he worked on a battleship, and you were on a battleship. This is what I think. And, um, and you were in Japanese waters. And you were involved in a very, one of the famous battles at sea. But now with that in mind, any military on your background? I don't see it. Like, I haven't been interested in this type of time, but I love uh, military shows like Jason Statham. But, but I love everything. Isn't anybody in your family, like family members, military? Father, oh, absolutely, absolutely. My father's in the military, my uncle, yeah, my cousins. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought he was saying me. No, 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 anyone in your background. Anyone in your background, just want to know, because it helps to validate uh, the premise. Now, did, in your lifetime, did you have a dog, ever have a dog, and its death was very tragic to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And was it a bigger dog or a small dog? A small dog. Uh, I gave it to someone. I couldn't really take care of it because I was working a lot. And she let the dog, like, it was very active. So I tried to oh. ask her to keep it. I tried to tell her to, like, either keep it in the cage or watch it. And she let him get hold of some uh, rat poison. And then she let me know what happened. And she let him die in the house. Oh my God! And wouldn't leave work and wouldn't let me get to him. Right. I was so tough. Like he just—I yeah. knew for eight hours he was dying, and she wouldn't leave. Uh, well, I knew there was a tragic end to it. So, uh, so all of this is a, is surrounding issues about karma, which takes us forward in time to the present, which takes us into time now, which would be future, which would suggest that. He's that you and him will become a couple. It will become more established if he, in fact, grows a mustache. Uh, that's from a past life. That's something from a past life desire he had to regrow a mustache. He doesn't have to, but if he does, that just means that the past life symbol that he's living through is kind of manifesting. And the name Clark, C L A R K may come up in the future. So I've got a couple of questions. You know, one thing you said was a world of imagination. I believe that used to be Disney's slogan. They used to say world of imagination, didn't they, for uh, Disney? Uh, well, I know that um, Willy Wonka does a uh-huh. song about imagination. No, no, they would but, say world uh, of, a world of imagination. World I would, of color. Oh, maybe a world of imagination. Yeah, I think world of imagination. I'm remembering. But, but, but anyway. But in their right. lyrics, they've got It doesn't matter. World of imagination. I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone that's a Disney fan around you, any of your kids. Your your kids are grown, though. But maybe when they were younger. World of imagination. Uh, Tina, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm just listening. 
No question. So any of your kids, like, were they into Disney films, Disneyland, Disney, Disney? Yes, they watched Disney when they were growing up. They watched Disney when they were growing up because that world of imagination, I believe they used to say that. Now I'm going to have to search Search, but I, it doesn't they matter. They in their in their. Uh, I believe they did a world of imagination. Yeah, I believe they uh, did. Color, but they used to say color. Of, well, I remember that. But then, uh, then jumping completely into a different area, I was seeing you know those transport you know the orange vests that people wear yeah. that pick up trash on the side of the street, so or the highway. Anybody in the transportation. Um, Anyone in transportation? Uh, my into, nephew. Your nephew's into what does he do? Uh, he does the um, he does like the little maintenance. Okay, so we're getting validations for a good relationship with this guy, a positive, a, a green light, a green light, yeah. which leads to transportation. But um, question two. Because I remember, I mean, I don't know how long it's been since we talked to you, but I think there was a different man in your life last time. So, I mean, you, you, you're you a busy lady. You have a lot of different boyfriends. <laughs> no, but I've been single for a long time, well, for my degree. So I, that's why I call you and ask about him so I wouldn't have to waste my time. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> it's good that you called. But, um, but, but I mean, in, I remember, you know, over the years talking to you that, you know, you've got a lot of men in your life. Some people... You know, it's very hard for them to to meet to meet uh, significant others, partners. What do you teach? What level do you teach? I'm a college professor now. I'm going for two doctorates. Where are you, college what professor? Do you teach? Oh, well, you what really don't want to tell us. What do you teach? Psychology. Oh, uh, at a, a university, or can you mention? Yes, an university. Uh-huh. Like it on? Uh, is it like a, a, a brick and mortar university, or is it an online university? A brick and mortar. So, are you more gestalt, or are you a more conventional? Are, are you a behaviorist? So how do you define your your sway in psychology? I'm more interested in the behavioral. Behavioral science. Uh-huh. Yes. B.F. Skinner and all those characters? Yes. Okay. Well, um, you know, the, the, you, in my estimate, you know, in my estimation, you know, that's, it's a, it's a, if you will, it's a colder approach to psychology because there's scientific models behind it and there's reinforcement and there's all these different things that, that sway away from the Freudian concept or the cognitive science. Concept. I don't need to tell you this. You know this, but it's interesting that you're you're. I mean, the attitude of you being involved in people on an academic stage takes on a more scientific, biological concept in terms of the behavioral science. So it's kind of interesting that your that your slant goes there, and yet your question is very intimate and personal about your relationship. So what it means is that there's a contrast between your academic mind, i.e. more scientific, and your emotional mind, i.e. more romantic, more in, in tune to being in a relationship, building a family, that kind of thing. So you see what I'm driving at in a casual way? 
there's a contrast in the mindset. And so when we look at that contrast in your mindset, we have to determine how, you know, well, you're a behavioral scientist, you know about statistics, obviously. The, the range of energy in your, in your uh, birthday, Tina, is 112773. Now, that's a pretty big range between one and seven. seven. But what we do have is we have a repeat of ones and we have a repeat of sevens. Fourteen is a five and the ones is a two, so that's two, five, seven. So that means that you require, in spite of your scientific approach to uh, to, uh, science, to psychology, you require a, a spiritual relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in your, it's in your code. Oh we just analyzed your code. Well, we did. This is very interesting. Yeah. And your um, your master number is four. So, so in, in relation to your academic brain, what your emotional brain is, I like balance. I like the heartbeat of a family. I'm not a cold, calculating person. Maybe in science, I can step back and be impersonal, if you will. But in life, I'm a very personal, hands-on human being. Would that be true? Absolutely. Even in teaching and even in school, um, I wouldn't agree with everything. I listen to it. I listen to it <clears throat> from the academic point of view, so that I can explain it to people. But I believe, you know, certain things are demonic. Oh, the human, no, the human element isn't eliminated in your in your academic world. I'm just saying that your choice of psychology is a little bit more detached because of the behavioral science aspect of reinforcement and stimulus and responses. It, it, it gravitates more towards science and medical energy than more of a cognitive approach to psychology. I'm not saying you're not a human being doing it and that you don't have those human qualities. I'm just saying in your choice of psychology, you choose a more objective approach, even though you have that personal quality about you. Well, yeah, initially I have a bachelor's in biology, so I was going for pathology at first doing autopsies, but I have a very spiritual background, so I apply all of that. Well, that's, I mean, pathology is much more, I mean, we're talking about really scientific and, and not humanistic because you're dealing with, you know, the analysis of that tissues, cells, etc. Tina, but, go to the next paragraph. What we're saying is you're very well-rounded. Oh, no, I understand exactly what you're saying. I, <laughs> I understand everything. Yeah, but the, yeah. uh, the other thing, you know, Tina, that's interesting is, I mean, you know, you've got, you've got, you're 11, 10, 11, yeah. Well, you're born in November, 11. Is there divorce? Was there turmoil in your family growing up? Is there divorce with your parents? Yes, they weren't married, but yes. And then you had a divorce in your in your marriage. I mean, I don't know if you're married or not. I don't. No, I remember. wasn't. I was never married, but I was with my children's father for 12 years. So was there, I mean, there was there a breakup? Was there a, I mean, there was a Yes, because he wasn't you know, more okay. academic. Yeah, he wasn't. I haven't, um, yeah, I had a problem in my relationships because I've always been more academic. So when they weren't really ambitious or spiritual, I would leave. 
Okay, I mean, because 31, I mean, you've got an 11 going on in both your 1973 and your 11, uh, obviously solidly in your month, but 11 to 7 adds up also to an 11. So there's problems in relationship built in that, I mean, clearly that uh, that is evidenced by your family of origin, the fact that there was a breakup in in that family. I don't know what else went on in your family, if there was fighting um, or drama in in your um, in your upbringing, any of that? Um, my mom, um, just my mom always trying to help people, so I would say drama. Yes. Okay, so listen. Uh, one note. Listen very carefully. So you'll be able to grasp this to quickly. To one more thing, but that's oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. So the only other thing is that thirty-one fours come in sometimes with problems in relationships. It's an uneven. Yeah, yeah, they are usually. Well, a lot of times teachers were making generalizations, but 31 is not a balanced energy of heart. It's uneven, three and one. So, problems in relationships a lot of the time. But well, in, I, I, I had a chart done when I was um, 19 by my phys, a physics physics teacher in college, and it said that I would. Um, that I really that I would uh, choose emotionally unavailable men because I really wanted to be alone, and I think that that's true because I'm receiving five degrees now. So, <laughs> I think yeah, that's true. true. I mean, there's that dichotomy, but you know, I I I despite that everything that's been said, I think that there's going to be a relationship, a union in the future for you, and you know, perhaps it will last with this gentleman, Neil. Go ahead. Sorry. So, uh, Tina, just because you grasp, you have a doctorate, you'll, you'll grasp this quickly. But when you look at your potential uh, relationship with this man, look how he has the 6-2 in his first two numbers. Then it's repeated as 2 in his day and 6 in his year. There's another 6-2. Then his first and last are 6 and 9, and his last two numbers are 6 and 9. You see, he has a repetition of of numbers that involve six and two or six and nine, both from double digits, six, two, two, six, six, two, six, nine, and six, nine again, first and last, and then again in the year. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So then his master number is six. six. Now, you don't hold the six by, by immediate zone. You have to really look deep and try to manipulate numbers, but you don't hold the six. Neither does he hold a four except between the six and two. Well, she is a so what episode, this means kind of. is that there's some kind of, him coming into your life is going to supply some kind of vision for you that was otherwise lacking. Now, that vision may come into being in a healthy relationship. You were married for 12 years, which is your master number times three, which you do have, because you're born in 73 with a four in between, and between the two numbers is a four. Four times three is 12. You've been married 12 years. But you see, he has a 6-2, and 6 times 2 is 12. So in other words, this guy is coming out of the deep fabric of a past life. And he's here to give you some kind of vision. And then we're talking about, like, you know, Tweed or Jacquard. Yeah. You see, they're right. So he's here to give you some kind of vision. Now, if we go back really deep, if, if I want to go into really a world of imagination, you guys go back to a time when you would have been in a primitive tribe and hunting by spear. 
maybe even prehistoric. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> Our first prehistoric inhabitants were actually psychologists because they would paint on the wall symbolic figurations regarding the tribal unit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and so... Uh, <laughs> So you probably were some kind of shaman back then. I know this is all to you, make-believe, but you were probably some kind of shaman back then. So in in getting your doctorate, did you have to come up with any diagrams in your thesis or your doctorate? Were diagrams important? Yes, we do diagrams and graphs, yes. Research Uh methods and experimental Psychology. I, I would suggest that you take you have some fun in looking at some of the old cave drawings. Like in France, they have cave barns. Uh, look at some of the old cave drawings that the uh, cave people did, and look at the symbolism there, and almost help hypnotize yourself into what those symbols represent to you. Because I'm telling you, it's going to bring up a, a broader window between you and this man. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So the so it's the conversation, the content, and the language of the third eye is what we're talking about. Oh, yes. I, that's exciting. We love figuring things out. Well, good. Go ahead and do it and, and just go into visualizations together or you can do it by yourself. And just play your play, reenact that you are living in those times and see what kind of images you come up with. Because I'll tell you, I really believe at one point you were very attuned to astronomy and the, and the mathematics of the stars, you know, the heavens, how we first calculated it, like in the Mayan ca- calendar. Um, every primitive cu- culture started mathematics by counting not only objects but uh, orbits. Oh, I love math, calculus, organic chemistry. I love all of that. Yeah. So I like, you know, I just sort of, you know, certain type of people, we like things that are difficult. So, yeah, but, oh, ooh, that's true. He's that way also, very smart. Okay, and what does he do for a living, real quick? I'm going to get to our next he's caller, a, but go ahead. He's a direct. He's a director of police. He's the director of police. He, like I said, you like policemen and firemen. He, he's a policeman. Well, figure things out, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. She likes policemen. I mean, she always hates policemen and men in law enforcement. As in, I, all the men that I remembered you mentioning to us <laughs> have been that, that field. Well, she comes from a law enforcement, yeah. But anyway, okay, so this was interesting. And it's, by the way, journey into imagination. Journey into imagination. So I got it wrong. Yeah, there was a song and there was a ride at Epcot. You know, it's Disney. Oh, journey into imagination. Yeah, I just got world. Yes, I I got things mixed up. But it doesn't matter because it led to a validation anyway. So there we go. So that's that. That was exciting. Thank you. Okay, Tina, thank you. Follow us, Tina. Nah, she never has, but maybe she will now. <laughs> what did he say? Do what now? He said, follow us, like our page. Oh, I absolutely. said, you never have, but maybe thank you will. Thank you. Okay. Oh, no, I thank you.
I hope you do. Hope you do. We, you know, we ask, but sometimes we do not receive. We'll see. It's up to them. That's... It sure is. There's skin, skin off the banana, and that's an uneven okay. division. Okay, 630 is our next caller. Hi, Hi. how are you? It's Jenna. <laughs> hey, you know, interesting, Jenna. I was thinking about you, uh, like, recently, in the last month, I would say. That's funny, because I've been thinking about tuning into you guys, but it's been so busy, so I haven't had a chance, and I was like, oh. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Hopefully I can uh, call in. <laughs> Great. Glad we got you in and we have plenty of time to talk. So, um, what's, give us the, you know, it's been so long that my brain did not, has not retained your birth date. Oh, you no. I wouldn't even expect you to. But <laughs> well, I remember it's a lot been, of people's birth dates, but it's just, you know, a long time. So, go ahead. It has been. It's 10 84 I can't remember if you were a four or a six or if none of that. Eight, nine, 19. No. Yeah, four. So I did kind of remember. Uh, like Tina, you mean? Tina. Tina. No, she hung up. Um, and are you calling about your relationship? Um, I I don't even know why. I mean, I guess that or... Finances. <laughs> finances. Well, I know last time and it's not, it wasn't psychic asking whether you're calling about the relationship. The only reason is last time you weren't too happy um, with your relationship. So I know. And it's still kind of a back and forth thing. So, you know, every day is different. <laughs> Every day is different. So you're having some financial issues right now? Yeah, just, you know, things are tight and I'm kind of in between starting some new things. And so, yeah, trying to figure out which direction to go. So to make some money. (laughs) You've got two. Go ahead. I, you know, I was actually, I worked for... Um, don't say anything else. Wait, wait, wait. Don't say anything okay. else. Okay, wait. Because okay. I just, before you, I, just just this word came in kinder play. I don't know why. So I just want to put that off to the side. Kinder play. Go ahead. Okay. I don't know if that was funny. I'm actually, I am actually in early intervention, and I was asked to watch another child of a family I used to nanny for. Um, so I don't know. It, everything <laughs> seems kind of lined up and then felt like there was like a kink in things. So I'm not sure. And then I was like, do I ask for more money? Do I not? Because we're so, kind of friends and we're kind of not. And, yeah. <laughs> so you're a nanny. So kinder play, then you say, well, I go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm I'm also in early intervention, so I work with kids zero to three. I go into their home and help them, so that's definitely spot on. <laughs> early intervention, kids. So you go into children's homes that are yeah, and help them to reach developmental. Yeah, developmental. So 
So, okay, so kinder play is exactly what you're involved in in terms of your career. So I'm glad I stopped you before you told us because then it would have looked like, you know, I was trying to get a validation where I wasn't. So, um, so the question about your career. So you do this in early intervention and that's separate from your nanny job that you're considering doing or not doing. Is that? That's correct. So I'm just trying to. Yeah, just pick up some more hours doing something else as well. And so the why, repeat why you're not sure about doing this job as a nanny. Um, I guess not necessarily not sure. I mean, I feel, I guess, okay doing it. It's just more of the financial aspect of it. I, I mean, it's definitely extra income, which is what I'm looking for at this point in time, and it'll be for the next eight months. Um, but I'm, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just in general wondering if, like, finances are going <laughs> to turn around. What does your husband do? Just um, he works in maintenance. That has maintenance. I was seeing something when you, after I said, what does your husband do? I started seeing him, like, what, what form of maintenance? He, he works for a school district, so he does, um, like, boilers and fixes all sorts that's of what, whatnot that goes wrong. Like like machines, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Tina. Jenna. Huh? Jenna. Uh, uh, Jenna. Sorry. Jenna. No uh, You're, look at, listen closely. You have a 26. That's a broken up eight. Then mm-hmm. you have a solid eight. And then it goes down to a four in your code, which is your, happens to be your master number. When you're talking about money, we're talking about the symbol of the eight. So there's a broken up eight, which signifies that there's a karma whereby your money situation is going to be ha- kind of hazardous. It's, it's broken up at times. You do reach mm-hmm. a solid eight, um, especially when you reach the age of 31, there might have been an improvement in finances. But you do reach a solid age. But then it, in your code, it drops down again to a four, which is your master number. So you never, make, you never lose your balance, but you have controversy regarding uh, money because on either side of your eight, there's something broken up. Either a two and a six is an eight or a four, which happens to be your master number. And right now, well, what happened when you were 31? Oh, my goodness. What happened when I was 31? 31, I was kind of just becoming established a little bit more, like, in my teaching career. career. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So if you're, you see, we, what we're looking at now is how to make, you're, you're kind of in life, you're sort of situated on that eight. So that means money in your code. You're, you're right now in the position of your code regarding the years of your life. In your code, you're right now sitting on that eight. How old are you right now? I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 this next month. <laughs> okay, so 38. Okay, so you're 37. Uh, so you're six years, close to seven years beyond your karma. So when you are eight years beyond your karma of 31, when you're 39, Oh, big stuff. Good stuff. So you're moving towards it. 
So probably what's going to happen is you will slowly, between now and the age of 39, you will slowly start to have conservative raises of income. So your income will rise. So that's good news. They will be conservative. There'll be conservative rises. It won't be anything spectacular, but it will rise. But she's not in a field. I mean, it's not like she's in a field that is like extremely, extremely conservative. Unless she was to like, you know, yeah. get into a, a higher education program and you know, expand but her credentials. See, and, and then you and then you even said, I want you know, by the next eight months, you even mentioned eight again. <laughs> yeah. I see. Oh. Um, is your father deceased? He is not. He is alive. Because when you laughed, when you just laughed, a male figure shouted out to me from the other side. Did you lose a male figure in your lifetime that was important to you? Um, my mother's father, my grandfather. That's... Were you close to him? Um... Yeah, yes and no. I mean, we were around him a lot, but he was kind of like a a funny character. <laughs> but like, yes, essentially, yes. He is a funny character. And uh, I don't know why he just popped in. Uh, souls will sometimes pop in when they get a buzz that there's a reading going on and they know the person. So he he's dropping by. And he's saying that he made crude little inventions, like he built things. He was a tinker. He built things. He did Oddball things. Does that ring a bell? You know, I don't know, like, if he, I mean, he definitely worked with his hands. He was an engineer um, at a railroad. Well, so well, it, it would make sense to me that he works with his hands, yes. Well, when you said tinker, what I saw was, like, a train set. Then she said he was an engineer, obviously, so a train well, engineer. I say tinkerbell. <laughs> World of imagination. <laughs> Back to Disney. But was there any train set that you... Any train set in your past? Did you play with a train set with your grandfather? No. I didn't, actually. Um, Just obviously, like, there was, like, a lot of history with, I feel like, trains in our family. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Um, So, like, you know, my grandfather and then my my grandfather, my my cousin – was into trains and then there's some other history like not so great history with trains um regarding that same side of the family where somebody was killed oh, by a train so, okay so i just feel like there's a lot yeah well it's okay. about analyzing what why train that came in or train the word train so you know i just you got some you know. spirits that popped into the reading you got some souls that came in for whatever reason. It's, it's probably a good reason, but they came in and maybe they just are having fun coming in, but they seem to say that your job situation will improve. Now that's what they're saying. Uh, you know, whether they're right or wrong, that's what they're saying at the time. They're saying that there's a new, uh, this is somewhat crazy, but they're saying that there's a new uh, kitchen towel. You know, how you have kitchen towels in the house. And you dry things off. Did you get any kind of new kitchen towel, kitchen something, the kitchen? Um, I haven't, but I have 
just rearranged the kitchen and just uh, folded some kitchen towels like a few minutes oh, yeah. ago. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. So that means that your these spirits have been visiting your premises in a very mm. innocent, you know, safe way. But they're visiting yeah. your premises. They are saying be careful of the burial, not the burial, but something in the backyard. Do you live in a house or a apartment? We do, yeah. Have you done a anything, house. any digging in the You're backyard? You own your own home, I think. Have you done any digging in the backyard, any changes in the backyard? Um, we No major changes except for this year we took down a tree, and then next year we hope to level out the yard because it is, like, treacherous. Okay, so there is something back there going on. They're saying mm-hmm. to be careful. It, you know, when you're digging around the backyard, just be careful of any electrical outlets back there or anything that may be buried in the ground. Okay. What state do you live in? We're in Illinois. Yeah. Are there any? Is there any electricity in the background? Any lights? Any? We. Yeah, like the raised um, power lines, like going through, like connected to our house to through our backyard, um, but none underground. Um, we did just have like an electrical fire um, attached to our air oh. conditioner this past summer. So that's, um, that's how did that happen? Me. How did that happen? Um, we had some sort of surge protector on our. Um, on our air conditioner that was recalled, I guess. We found out later. Um, but I guess it caught fire. And, like a, like um, a strip? Luckily, like a strip. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't the air conditioner yes. itself. It was a surge protector. So, so it was, it was so, a surge protector, yes. Correct. Yeah. So all of um, and luckily we have bricks, so it didn't catch, it didn't catch, like it didn't start a big fire, and it was caught pretty quickly. Okay, so... So the outside posts that are probably embedded in the ground, uh, the posts themselves, the electrical fire, what these spirits are just simply saying is they're protecting your home from anything major happening because you do have potential hazards around the home. But the good mm-hmm. news is that these spirits seem to be saying that you don't need to worry because you're protected. Wonderful. But I would just be careful about digging in the backyard. I don't know why they say that. Okay. I, I wouldn't be too nervous about it, but just be a little cautious. Um, okay. Have you ever had any, Illinois, have you ever had any problems with gophers or anything? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we've got, it's like um, Cinderella in our backyard. We've got all the animals. It's like, um, yeah, well, we've got squirrels, skunks. <laughs> oh, really? The occasional well, coyote. <laughs> Let them let them in, let them know that they have safe surroundings in your backyard. Let the animals feel comfortable being there. Okay. Don't kill them. Don't kill them. You'll have a bad omen. That would be more my husband, but yes, I would. You know, don't listen to that. Does he know you listen to these shows? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. I would not think so. Well, then, in your own wifey way, you know, say, don't kill the animals. I, I had a bad dream that we have terrible luck. Just leave, leave him alone. See if he'll he's, if he suspicious gonna... ever. Will he listen to you? Yeah, and I don't think he, he'd actually do it. I mean, other than maybe putting down, I know he's accidentally poison. caught. Yeah, maybe like poison, but I don't, he hasn't even done that other than just, you know, you trying to catch ants down. coming in or whatnot. Well, ants, I mean, it's not a great 
thing to kill ants, but sometimes they can become problematic if they get into your well, home. And yeah, you're kind of, he doesn't put down you know, poison so. food. He doesn't put down poison. No, no he's food. never done that. No. Okay, okay good. Okay, we're fine. So, uh, is that, I mean, does that help to answer your question? I know track. <laughs> no, it, it does. And I know, like, you literally, I appreciate all the information, but is there, like, I don't know if you can answer this in the last 30 seconds, but just as far as, like, relationship and our family, like, if is there anything that you get what? with that? Anything with your relationship? You mean with your husband? Yes, yes, in our small family. Are you having trouble? Well, with, I, are you having trouble? I, with I, I mean, you know, that's. I, I feel like there's there's a distance or something between the two of you. There's not a connection that should be there that that you guys don't see. I mean, sometimes people that are different, you know, opposites attract. They can work really well together. But I, I'm getting that your differences as human beings are causing friction in your relationship. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> so that's accurate. I mean, that's as, accurate. as far as improving that, I mean, what can you do? Uh, any any years creatively? Uh, I mean, aside from going to therapy, would he be uh, open to that? Um, he says no. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, he's got... Well, you know, you're either going to have to live with the marriage on the grounds that it stands on and just appreciate that that's sometimes the way marriages work, or you'll, right. you know, this prediction, or you'll say, I have a lot of life left, and I'm not happy with this person, this companion, and I, I, I don't want to spend the rest of my life being unhappy. So you make a decision. <laughs> There's nothing in destiny for them, you know. Yeah. Your frustrations, we can't solve them in 30 seconds. You can always call us for a private reading if you want. The first, yes. But, you know, right now it's going to be a matter of you choosing. There's no destiny there. No, but, I mean, you know, on that note, if you are unhappy in a relationship, I mean, there are different reasons to stay in a relationship if it's not working. You know, finances is one of them. I mean, you know, you can run into a lot of problems, obviously, with the divorce, and, and, and you're concerned about finances already being in a relationship but on the other hand staying in a relationship where you're not where you're unhappy and unfulfilled is not a great idea either so right there are different ways to look at it obviously we don't have time in in this show to address it but like we said you can contact us privately or you know call on another show jenna but um wonderful thank you guys so much i really appreciate it okay good luck Thank you. You take care. Thank you, too. Okay, we are out of time. We had a really packed show today, and we are back on the air on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye.